I'm Dave Cauley, investigative journalist and host of the podcast, Cold. Don't miss Cold's new Season 3, where I look into the unsolved disappearance of Cherie Warren, a woman last seen leaving her job at a Salt Lake City office in 1985. Police cast suspicion on Cherie's estranged husband and boyfriend, but never made any arrests or recovered Cherie's remains. Find Cold Season 3, The Search for Cherie, anywhere you get your podcasts. Inside Sources. Inside Sources. Where KSL offers Utah deeper insights on the news. Here's our host, Boyd Matheson, on KSL News Radio. And welcome back to Inside Sources. I am your host, Greg Scordis, filling in for Boyd Matheson. And I get to talk about a a legal issue for the next uh, segment here. And it relates to a shooting that occurred on a on a set of a Western drama called Rust. And if you recall, in October of 2021, it's been over a year, uh, Alec Baldwin is handed a gun. He's sort of rehearsing this scene, and he fires a live round of ammunition into the chest of the cinematographer Helena Hutchins, killing her. And I guess the bullet passes through her and injures the assistant director, David Halls, um, and, or excuse me, it strikes Joel Sousa in the, in the shoulder. He's the writer-director. And so this shooting takes place, this death takes place over a year ago. The Santa Fe County, this is in New Mexico, district attorney has had an investigation going on since that occurred. And she recently spoke about what she's going to do. Now, It's a little unusual just for me, having worked at the district attorney's office here in Salt Lake, for a DA to make an announcement that he or she is going to file charges. Normally, you have a press conference saying charges are being filed. Uh, They were filed today and we did this and that. Nonetheless, this uh, particular district attorney has said that she's going to file charges sometime between now and the end of the month. And she spoke at a press conference yesterday. Here's what she had to say. This was a really fast and loose set and that that nobody was doing their job. There were three people that if they had done their job that day, this tragedy wouldn't have happened. And that's David Halls, Hannah Gutierrez-Reed and Alec Baldwin. If they had just done their basic duties, this we wouldn't be standing here. And that's absolutely true. But, it, but it, the, this this crime now that she's she's brought it to the fore is so bizarre for most of us to think about. I mean, anyone who's handled a gun, anyone who's taken hunter safety, as most of us did when we were 12 or 13 years old, knows that you don't point a gun at somebody unless you mean to shoot them. You don't pull a trigger of a gun unless you know exactly what's going to happen when that occurs. And so, but I've talked to people about that and they're like, well, you know, it's a movie set and people at movies are pointing guns at each other and they pull a trigger and that's just what happens. I don't think that's really the way it goes. I mean, certainly there's some acting going on and there's the gun pointing going on. But I don't suppose you even in a even in a, when we're actually filming, we're actually going forward to it. You, you don't point the gun at the at the cinematographer and pull the trigger. But it's what's even more bizarre about this case to me is how it is that a live round ended up in a gun at a, at a movie set. I mean, how could that possibly occur? There's actually a person who's charged with this crime, who's going to be charged with this crime, who happens to be what they call the armor, 
her job is to make sure there's no bullets there. Her job is to make sure that nothing is going to happen uh, when somebody actually uh, pulls the pulls the trigger. Um, the district attorney in this case also laid out the the criminality of what happened. It uh, doesn't just go away because the shooting was ultimately an accident. Because just because it's an accident doesn't mean that it's not criminal. Um, our involuntary manslaughter statute covers unintentional killings, unintentional homicides. Unintentional means they didn't mean to do it. They didn't have the intent to kill, but it happened anyway. And it happened because of more than mere negligence, because of they, exer- they didn't exercise due caution or circumspection. And that's what happened here. So that's, that's an unusual statute and not something that we have here in Utah. Two years ago, Americans watched in horror as a crisis unfolded at the Kabul airport. She was tear gassed and beaten. Images of thousands desperate to escape Taliban oppression filled our news feeds. More than 80,000 Afghans made it to America. But the story didn't end there. It was very cold. There was no power, no heat. Who would help our newest neighbors? I'm Andrea Smartin. In Stranger Becomes Neighbor, you'll hear the stories of some remarkable refugees who left their homes and their dreams behind only to start over from zero. Their only possession was three blankets. And you'll meet Americans who stepped up to help them. You want me to come when you deliver your baby. What can one person do in the face of an international disaster decades in the making? That's Stranger Becomes Neighbor. Find us at kslpodcast.com, follow us on Apple Podcasts, or anywhere else you listen. In Utah, it would be virtually impossible to charge an accidental manslaughter. But she doesn't, in my opinion, state New Mexico law particularly well when she says that. She's talking about what they call involuntary manslaughter, which still requires under uh, American law some level of what we call mens rea, some level of fault. I mean, an, addict, an accident is an accident, and an, an accident in any state is not going to be charged criminally. Even New Mexico law requires that there be uh, at least something more than just mere negligence. And, and I sort of looked at the New Mexico law, and we don't really have one that tracks that too closely in Utah. But New Mexico has a, a series of felonies like we do in Utah. We have first, second, and third degree felonies. That, that The lowest level is the third degree, which carries up to five years in prison. New Mexico has what they call a fourth degree felony, which carries up to 18 months in prison. And that's what Alec Baldwin has been charged with. It's, they, they call it involuntary manslaughter, which is a negligent act that causes the death of another person. In Utah, we have what we call negligent homicide, which is a misdemeanor. It's a, it's a class A misdemeanor where in New Mexico, I guess you charge the same thing as a what they call a fourth degree felony. And, and by the way, uh, digressing just a moment here, but felonies are by definition crimes punishable by more than a year in jail or prison. Misdemeanors, by definition, are crimes punishable punishable by a year or less. So this one is punishable by up to 18 months in prison. Now, another thing that was a little confusing about this uh, statement by the district attorney, and notwithstanding the other things we've talked about, which is why she's given a press conference saying, I'm going to file charges, but she's filing two counts of involuntary manslaughter against Baldwin and um, the the other individual involved, the, the armor. And so I'm thinking, well, how can you charge two counts of 
manslaughter when there was only one death. And looking into it a little closer, the basis for two counts is that it's sort of an alternative. In other words, the prosecutor is going to file manslaughter under category A, or the jury can find manslaughter under category B. So it's not really two counts. It's an alternative count, if you will. And maybe I'm overthinking this a little bit. So involuntary manslaughter is a a crime, a fourth degree felony that requires negligence, negligently killing another person. There's also a misdemeanor involved here, which is improper use of a firearm. And it carries up to 18 months in jail. There's also a crime in New Mexico that is also being charged here. And again, it's in the alternative, which states that if the person commits a, a homicide during the course of another unlawful act, they negligently commit the homicide in the commission of another unlawful act, uh, that's, that's another definition of involuntary manslaughter. So in this case, what they're saying is even if it was an accident, we're taking the negligence out of it. We're saying it was committed in the course of an unlawful act, and that unlawful act was the misuse of the firearm. In that case, it's also a fourth-degree felony. It also carries 18 months in prison and a $5,000 fine. But that count carries an additional hook, which is this. I'm looking at New Mexico law. If a firearm is used during the commission of that particular crime, there's a minimum mandatory five-year prison sentence. In other words, in addition to the 18 months, it's a five-year prison sentence. So people say, well, is Baldwin going to go to jail or prison? Uh, Of course, he's arguing that this was an accident. He has no culpability. His attorneys have taken a very hard line in this case. And I think that the other, uh, the other, the armor, her attorney has done the same thing. Uh, But the consequences of this are pretty, pretty great. And if a jury finds that, that he misused the firearm and that a firearm was used. And of course it was, but it also requires that he he used it inappropriately. He could very well serve a minimum mandatory prison term in New Mexico of five years up to this 18 months. So, wow, we're going to watch that closely. Um, Interesting. We'll see the formal charges come down eventually and we'll watch that and, and see how that goes. I suppose we're not going to get to trial anytime soon here. We're going to go back to the Utah legislature after the break and talk about some bills that were passed just within the last few hours that you might find very interesting. Stay with us. It's the story of an American held in a dark Venezuelan prison. Then all of a sudden, they all kind of lined up. They pointed their guns at me. And this is the point where I thought, I'm going to die today. I'm Becky Bruce. I spent a year working on Hope in Darkness, which now has more than 2 million downloads. Find it on kslpodcast.com or wherever you listen to podcasts.